welcome back pool fans from across the country and around the world you are listening to american billiard radio my name is mr bond i'll be your host once again this week it is november the 3rd 2016 did you dig that music aha niels fayan member of the uh, moscone cup team for europe he's got a little music going on on the side that was uh a piece of one of his tracks and uh, I'll play another one for you at the end of the program here so you can check that out at the end of the show uh, yeah if that's your bag man check it out go look up Neil's online and uh, I think he's got some music for sale what's going on in the pool world well first I have to tell you what's going on in the baseball world I know this is not a baseball show but the Cubs won the World Series people the Chicago Cubs Hello, 108 years of nothing and World Series. Absolutely, you cannot believe how magically crazy nuts this city has gone in the last 24 hours. It's been a long time coming. There's been a lot of close calls, but uh, nope, nothing. This is, It's just, uh, wow. You know, I, I'm biased, obviously, because I'm from Chicago, but uh, I dare say that uh, Chicago deserved it. They really did, uh, more than anybody else. And they've had to wait the longest. <laughs> um, interestingly enough, um, you know, pool and baseball in Chicago cross over and intermingle in a lot of different ways. And... Uh, it's interesting because the very first professional baseball team in Chicago was put together by a gentleman by the name of Thomas Foley. The first professional baseball team in Chicago. Before that, there were leagues, individual leagues all over town. And each city and each state had its own sort of set of leagues. And uh, Chicago was the same. There was lots of individual teams all over town, but... Uh, there was no national league yet, and there were no individual city teams. So when that movement came up to create a national league, Thomas Foley led the charge to create a professional team in Chicago, called it the White Stockings. And to save you a long story, uh, the White Stockings name ended up, ended up being changed to the Cubs, as we know it today. But it was Thomas Foley that started the first team. Uh, and here's the interesting part. Thomas Foley was also a fantastic billiard player. He um, won the, the first time that they'd ever held a state championship for billiards in, in Illinois was in 1865, and he won it undefeated. And then he won it again the next year. Uh, he loved billiards so much. He had actually grown up being a, a, a rack boy in a billiard room. He loved billiards so much that he opened a room, a billiard hall, Became very successful uh, room owner. Had the fanciest room in town for for many, many years. He was instrumental in the development of balk line rules. I don't know how many of you are familiar with balk line billiards, but uh, they developed the whole system. Foley was a part of that. Uh, Foley was even an alderman in Chicago at one point. He was a very instrumental in everything billiards that went on in Chicago for about 50 years, and he was very well known and very very well respected for it. 
and they even went so far as to call him the Dean of Chicago Billiards, Mr. Tom Foley. And he was responsible for the first pro team of baseball. Interestingly enough, also, the very team that Foley put together ended up having a gentleman on it by the name of Adrian Anson, or Cap Anson is what they call him. He was a professional billiard uh, baseball player for Chicago and also a professional billiard player, too. Um, the last time that the Chicago Cubs won the World Series before yesterday, which was, which was in 1908, they had a catcher playing for them at the time by the name of Johnny Kling. Johnny Kling was with the Cubs when they won the World Championship in 1907 and in 1908, both. He um, got in a dispute with his bosses about his rate of pay, so he decided to take 1909 off and play pool instead because he was a professional billiard player. And the year that he took off from the Cubs, he won the World Pocket Billiard Championship. And the Cubs, without him, did not win the World Series. So a lot of people have correlated. They thought that that the Cubs might have won another championship in 1909 if uh, Johnny Kling hadn't left to go play pool. So... <laughs> Interesting story. Billiards and uh, baseball in Chicago, very intertwined throughout history. So nonetheless, congratulations to Chicago and to the baseball team. Like I said, it was a fantastic game. The Cubs definitely deserved it. So awesome history-changing stuff there. Well, you know, as you know, um, the Moscone Cup is just a little bit over a month away. And... Uh, it's, you know, there's we are right upon the last event right now, the qualifying event. The Kuwait Open is currently finishing up. That's going to make the decision for the final European players. For the most part, the American players are, are top three are already decided. Uh, we have got Shane uh, Vamboni, Mike DeShane, and Skylar Woodward, who are for sure on the team for America. Uh, the other two, like I said, will be decided. Uh, a little bit later, when the probably when the Kuwait is over, so we decided to get Skyler on the phone and talk to him a little bit about uh, how he feels about making the team again, uh, this time by points, and uh, you know just kind of chew the fat a little bit. So stick around; we'll be talking with Skyler right after this. Welcome back, everybody, and I am on the line with uh, one of the newest, uh, new announced members of the Moscone Cup team, Mr. Skylar Woodward. How you doing, Sky? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. We're also going to be talking with Mr. Mark Cantrell. How you doing, Mark? Good, thank you. Sounds like uh, Sky's in the car. I can hear his... uh navigation system telling him you reroute go you're going the wrong way again yeah turn again, it down you're going you keep going the wrong way Sky, turn around turn around take a left you where where are you headed right now uh to Olathe, kansas okay what's going on down there uh they have a one pocket event and a nine ball event ah okay you can play in both of them 
Might as well. <laughs> Dude, are you planning on bringing home all the money or what, man? Come on now. Well, that's the that's the plan, of course, always. <laughs> um, you've, been, you've been doing pretty good uh, in in these tournaments. I keep seeing you. What what was the last one? What was the last one that you won? You won something just recently, didn't you? Yeah, I just won the side pocket open this last week, and it's uh, in Louisiana, Shreveport. Ah. Where, where where was that in Louisiana? Shreveport, Louisiana. Shreveport. What was the name of the pool room? Uh, side pockets. Side pockets. I'm trying to think if I've ever been there. I might have been there. I can't. I like Louisiana though. Did you, you good with the food down there? Yeah, I, I like uh, the Cajun food. It's spicy. It's good. <laughs> yeah, man. man I, 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 <laughs> I, I tell you, me and uh, there's, there's a place in uh, Huma. He's calling it Huma, Louisiana. It's right. It's right next to um, New Orleans, and it's a it's a pool room. I can't remember the name of it. For the, it's in a, like a strip mall place, but they have all this Cajun food. And uh, Johnny Archer, you know Johnny is your buddy there. He. Um, uh, ordered this red, red beans and rice and because it was Johnny they gave him this plate that was like he could feed like 20 people from it and, and we got into that thing man I was the best red beans and rice I ever had we ended up sharing the, the plate because you know it was it was too definitely too much for two people <laughs> and then we got done. It was so good. And then we ended up just sitting there going, oh, man, we got to do this exhibition now. And we were just stuffed and, like, heavy. But uh, that uh, Louisiana food, man, I tell you what, they'll take you carry you down there. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's for sure. Well, um, let's see. You just got yourself a spot on the Moscone Cup team, it seems, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me, how does that make you feel? Uh, it feels awesome. Like, because last year, like, I was super excited to make it. Like, I've always wanted to play on the Moscone Cup. And last year, I, I just got picked to be on the team. So, that was cool. I, I got my goal. I, I made the team. And this year, my goal was to, to make it with points. Yeah. That way, I, and uh, I did. I made it with points. So, that's awesome. I got to, I, I made the team anyways. And, and made it with points, so it's cool. Yeah, congratulations, man. That that you know takes some some a lot of work. I guess that's the easy way to say it, but it's a lot of work. So, uh, what's your what's your plan of attack, man? What's the secret way to beat the Euros? What's what's the uh, you know what's the plan, Stan? Mm, I don't know. We just got to break good, and uh, we got to we got to win the lads, of course. That way we break kill hill games. Yeah. And, uh, we just gotta we gotta come with it. Of course, they're good. Yeah, they're all steady. They all play good. Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, speaking of, um, I from what I understand, I think uh, Mike DeShane is gonna be on the team, and Shane Van Boney is gonna be on the team, and of course the other two we don't really know yet because uh, the the Kuwait event is not over and uh, et cetera, et cetera. But do you have a sort of in your mind who you might like to see the other two players be? Mm, I don't know. I'd like, uh, I'd for sure like uh, 
sure like to see Justin on the team, of course, because we're, we're such good partners, and I think he gets along with like, everybody, too. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. you got, like, Ronnie's good, Oscar's good, Brandon Shuff, uh, Sean Wilkie. They all went to Kuwait, so it's like they're trying. So they're all there, and their name's up in the top. So, I mean, it could be any of those guys, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, it could. I just wondered if there was somebody there that you felt like uh, the team shouldn't do without. I don't know. I kind of like, uh, I think Justin. Justin's always on top of his game. He's always super steady. Yeah. I think yeah. you kind of got to have, you got to have Justin. And I don't know. It's, it's so hard, though. There's so many good players that we could have. Like, Oscar's so steady. He's good. He plays the game good. Right. Uh, Rodney's got all the firepower. It's, I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to say. I agree. It, it's a hard call, and that doesn't put, you know, whether it be Mark Wilson or, or whoever it is that makes that decision, that that puts them in a tough spot, you know, having to pick between several great players that very well could be qualified. What do you think, Mark? You, you know, uh, Rodney had a really good push at it this year. Um, you've got last year, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, Mark Wilson took the top five players, and that is what actually uh, was it last year, guys, that you were on yeah. the team? Yeah, yeah, last that, year yeah. he took the top five because me and Justin were like tied points for fourth and fifth. So right, and, and, and I know, and I know he wanted you guys on the team anyhow. You know, he he, he would. I'm not sure if he would have picked you whether you were seventh and eighth. You know, he, he he may have done that anyhow, uh, but he said, "Hey, I've got the top five; they all deserve it." I'd be interested to see if he does that again this year, um, yeah. and that would put um, definitely put Rodney in. And who else would it be? Uh, I think it's either Oscar or Sean Wilkie to, in the fourth and fifth spot. I think it's I think it's Oscar. It could be really. I think it's Rodney and Oscar in four and five spots. Mm, okay. Well, that is well, that, that's unless unless one of the guys in Kuwait happens to sneak in between that in, in well, between fourth and fifth. Yeah, last I heard was uh, Mike was left in the tournament, Shane and uh, and Hunter Lombardo. Right. Yeah, QA doesn't. QA isn't going to really do a whole bunch. I don't think at right. this point. Right. Yeah, like like you were saying. Rodney had a he had a real good year like the first half of the year. But, he did. Uh, seemed like the U.S. Open he was playing good again. Seemed like he fell off a little bit in the middle, but it, it really looked like he was playing real good at the U.S. Open again. So I mean, you never know. It's like who knows? But it might be good to have like a veteran like Rodney on there. He's been there a bunch. He he knows what it's like. I mean, it might be good. I don't know. Well, you got to remember yeah. Rodney. Rodney is um, quite old and decrepit. <laughs> as well, <laughs> and, that, and that's that's gonna hold him back a lot, you know. Oh Stamina. man, he's gonna punch you in the arm when he sees you next. You know that, right? <laughs> I stay away. I, I stay away from him. I stay away from him now. I, I talk too much shit about him. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think I think that won't be Betty, Oscar. Um, I, I'd like to. I'd actually like to see Brandon Schuff on there as well. He's been trying, you know. Um, 
and he's been getting close. He's been having, uh, you know, it's, it's up and down. It's, I think it's all about consistency. And yeah, this, yeah. Uh, this guy, this guy, this guy's been consistent. You know, and I'm not saying he's won every. He's not obviously not won every tournament, but he's been consistently in the running and the points. Yeah. And like, uh, Brandon, like Brandon Shelf had a good U.S. Open, and, and Justin had a good U.S. Open, like and Mike, but Mike made it points. But if you like. I know he looks big time at like the U.S. Open because he's coming to the end of the year. He was playing real good and stuff. And, and uh, Brandon and Justin actually had, I think, uh, the best U.S. Open out of everybody else, or something. So I mean, he might might be leaning that way or something. I, you never know, right? Because they were playing good now, right? Yeah, that's well. It's hard for me to make the call because I haven't been in the same room with them all, you know, watching them play all this time. So it's it's hard for the average spectator just to be able to guesstimate how good people are just by reading a few tournament reports, you know, seeing it and and, and knowing it's two different things. But nonetheless, um, you know, that's it's still a big accomplishment to come out on top uh, at the end of the year. What did you? Um, was there a special reason why you didn't want to go to Kuwait? Um, no, I just had uh, I was gonna go when they first in, invited me or whatever, but then I was, I was like, uh, well, it was, it's so expensive for me to go and stuff, and and then on top of that, like I really need to stay home and do something because I just moved, mm. and I don't, and I I had to move stuff and a bunch of other things, so I just gotcha. I just kind of I skipped it and stayed okay. home. No, that's cool. And then ended up going to the weekend tournament in Louisiana. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that's all good. If, if, if I can ask you a question, uh, I, I don't. How have you been keeping your eye on the Moscone Cup uh, rankings for both Europe and USA, or just uh, are you like focusing on your own? I ain't been watching Europe a lot. I mean, I watched USA a little bit just to see, like, uh, if I was. Still up there if I'm if I'm gonna make it. So just keep it up with like myself, how close I am. But like the Europe, I don't really understand what they're they're doing. Like Neil's made it before. I don't know what happened, how he made it. And then they were talking about like picking one person out of like the world ranking and and one from the Euro Tour ranking. And and I don't know. I don't understand what they were doing. That's what I heard. I don't know, but I don't understand though how they just doing it. So I kind of yeah. The, 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 you're right. It's the, the first two that you said are correct, and the, the the third one is a combined number between WPA points and Euro uh, points. I believe Euro Euro tour points. Right. And so I think Niels is ahead in maybe Euro tour points, so that's that secured him his spot. Oh. And then you've got. Um, Jason Shaw, who's, uh, I guess we're going to have to see after this QA. Uh, well, I think the, the WPA ranking, I think Albin will make it. Mm. Albin, yeah, Albin Ocean is, uh, I think he's there on that. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, that, yes, yes, you're right. And, and then Jason has the combined uh, number to make it. Have you, have you? Do you know Jason well? Or? Uh, yeah, just from like the tournaments around here in the United States, the one he goes to. So. Can Can you understand a word he says? <laughs> do what? 
can you understand anything he says? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm from not far away from where he's from, and I talk to him, and he's like, "You you showed him see I doing you doing she like." I'm like, what the hell did you just say, man? Come on, make an effort, speak English or something. But he's a he's a good he's a good guy, and I've said for a, I've said for a long time that he would uh, definitely end up being a U.S. Open champion or a world champion. Uh, definitely a fan favorite. He's exciting to watch, you know. That and that right. that could be his down, that could be his downfall as well. Uh, because he he plays a little erratic sometimes, uh, but as far as the European team goes, if you had, um, in your opinion, Sky, if you had um, Niels playing, Jason Shaw, and Albin Ocean, who, if you were the captain of the European team, who would you pick? I'm not saying who would you pick because you want to beat them. Who would you pick in the best interest of that team? <laughs> who who would I pick for the Europe team this year? Yeah, yeah, the last two the 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 uh, World Cup picks. Well, yeah, the last so, so what? It'd be Niels, Alvin, and Jason. And I don't know. I think he, I think Carl, you got uh, you got to have Carl Boys. Look, I mean, he's got like a unreal ranking or a stats in the Moscone Cup, like eighty uh, something percent winning percentage. That's that's huge. And then, um, I mean, Darren's always good in the Moscone Cup, or uh, that David Alcase is playing. He's playing real good right now. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But it's like, uh, I don't know. I might take, I think you got to have Carl and Darren again, of course, if you're them. Yeah. They, they, play, they, play, they play good doubles together, you know, uh, and, and they're strong individually as well so it's uh mm. you know it, i i i, I, I so when i say this stuff it sounds like i'm biased because they're from what seriously they're from where i am from in england i mean in the same same town basically um i used to tell boys mom and dad used to run low more working men's club and i used to go there with my mom and dad to play bingo and you know, drink on a Friday night. So it sounds biased, but it is an actual thing. I mean, they're 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 both the real deal. Nobody wants to play. Uh, well, nobody certainly wants to play Darren Appleton if you had your choice, right? If you had a choice of playing somebody else, maybe you might pick them. Right. <laughs> right. I. Yeah, I think I might have to go with Darren. You know, for sure. Because he's strong. Um, I don't know. I guess that would be harder for me, again, because I, I don't get to watch them play enough. Um, we don't get to the privilege of watching them play unless we, you know, follow their whole career. So it's going to be exciting either hey, way. I can promise you that. I think if you just look at the uh, look at the on paper where they play, you know, I, that, I think that's and then it's, it's not an insult to to Sky, but it's not. Uh, he, he doesn't win every Sky doesn't win every to- tournament that's out there, but he's consistently good, right? Yeah, right. And 
and that's not and you know he'll snap one off here and, and snap one there and, and you know that's that's how it goes. Uh, you, when you face in the competition, the Sky faces when he goes to these tournaments, <laughs> he's not he's not facing David Bond and Mark Cantrell. He's facing Darren Appleton and Johnny Archer. You know, it's not uh, it, it's not hanger to 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 get even in the running. You know, just getting in, getting into the money is tough action. And, and to be able to be that consistent shows something. And and we all know that any top pro player can be any other top pro player on any given day. And it, depending on the temperature in the room, for God's sake. I mean, there could be anything that makes a difference. Yeah. Uh, it, it seems like, except for Shane, uh, Shane's, are they going to find out, I'll tell you this, it's, it might not be this year, but maybe in five years they're going to find out Shane's some kind of uh, robot android <laughs> thing. <laughs> no. and, and it's going to come out. It'll come out on AZ Billions or on Billions Digest. It's going to come out. They're going to figure out. And he's going to bend over one day and a, a piece of metal or a chip's going to spring out of his back of his pants. And they're going to watch that. It's a computer chip that's in him. Um, so he's the only one that seems like it. how how many points is he ahead of everybody else for God's sake? It's like a hundred. He won another U.S. Open. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, he's a machine. I think that's true. I think you're right. I I believe that theory. I think he actually is partially mechanical. But he's not. It's not that great, Moscone Cup. Not statistically. Nine ball is no. his favorite game. Yeah. What do you what do you think, Guy? He's, he's, I mean, you know, he's he's a great player, obviously, but his record at Moscone Cup isn't that great. Right. So you, can't really, you know, you know, short short races, race to five and stuff, and uh, and I don't know. He, I mean, I don't. I can't really say I ain't played like team things with Shane that much, but like when we played doubles, we played good together and stuff, and and uh, I don't know. He just. I mean, he might not be a team as much of a team player as much as he is like an individual, you know. Sure. I don't, I don't know. Um, but, but most of the time, like it's weird. Like in the Moscone Cup, he's matched up. Like every time the singles comes around, somehow he's always matched up against Darren or Niels, which is the toughest too. Really, I mean, yeah. I mean that if you look at like all the tournaments they all play in, Niels and Darren are always like they were the, they're the two, you know. Uh, yeah. And it seems like Shane has a problem beating Darren in the Moscone Cup, but I mean, you never know. I mean, but like he might not be a team player, or he might be—I don't know—but maybe like after this year, I'll be able to, we'll be able to see more or whatever. He might be. You know what? He might just be short races, and uh, I think it's alternate break at Moscone Cup, isn't it? Yeah, alternate break. You gotta, you gotta win the last. You see, and that, and that, I think that might be um, a little part of it. You know, you, you play nine ball. We know there's an element. Obviously, there's a lot of skill involved, but there's also an element of luck involved. To a certain extent, there's, a, there's an element of luck involved. Uh, but if you put him in a match where it's winner breaks and you race into 25, 
eventually that's when you know the you know but when he plays money matches and stuff that's when the cream rises uh, to the top a little bit uh, but race to five you know all due respect to you sky if we were to play one game of nine ball i might beat you right of that, course that that one game one game now, if we play the race to 11, I don't stand a chance. But I might beat you one time. And that's that's the thing with those short races uh, with uh, Shane. I think that's his, that might be his downfall, the alternate break. He can't put a package together. And, uh, you know, it, it, as I say, anybody can beat anybody on that level. You guys' level, you can all beat each other on any given day. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, like... Like the alternate break in the short race, you got to think like Shane was way down or something to to Nils last year in a race of five. He comes back hill hill, and then Nils won the lag, so he gets the break and he makes the nine on the break to win. It's like right, don't some... even get a chance, you know. Yeah, it's like it's brutal. The four four, but the race to seven, it could be so different, really. I mean, because it's two more games and. I mean, it's just, it's not much longer, but it's, it's longer, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was the, uh, what was the tournament that was just on where, uh, Jason Shaw came back against? Copenhagen. Was it, was it, no, was it the U.S. Open? Um, yeah, it was the U.S. Open. It, it came back, it was like 93 10, down or something? Yeah, he was down 10-4 and wins 11-10. <laughs> and that was against Copenhagen. Yeah, U.S. Open against Copenhagen. Wow. Did, were you there? Did you see that? No, I think I was in my room or at my grandma's house or something because she lives over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some there was some intense matches over there, too. It was good stuff. Well, what have you been up to um, besides pool, man? I mean, uh, do you go fishing like Shane does all the time? No, I mean... Uh... Like lately, I've just been I've been moving stuff and, and moving stuff around in my house and stuff. But um, no, I mean I like to play golf. I mean um, I ain't played a lot lately. Well, I've been playing so much pool, but I enjoy golf the most. Right on. Um, maybe in like when I'm home, I got uh, I go hang out with a couple friends or something that I ain't seen in a while. Gotcha. But pretty much that's it. Yeah. Yeah. When you when you're out with tournaments, do you play with any of the other guys? Because I know some of them bring their clubs or like to go out and play, depending where they're at. Uh, I don't really take my I don't take my clubs to tournaments or anything. I I'd normally just uh, I go at home if I go like with somebody that I don't I don't go I won't go by myself really anymore. I used to play golf so uh, like a round or two a day when I was like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, somewhere in there. Like for like two years, I played a round or two a day. Like. I even quit pool at one point for like two or three months because I played so much golf. I didn't really play pool. Uh, but I don't know. I just enjoy what, golf. What? I like being outside and stuff. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm from Kentucky. I'm a little country boy. Like what, what, do you go, what, do you, what do you go around in? What do I shoot? Yeah. Uh, now or then? <laughs> well. Now? Let, let's, now I shoot. Let's go in the, no, yeah. Now I shoot like uh, I don't know. I went and played the other day. I shot an 88. Not, I mean, not good. I felt like I played good, but I know it's bad, especially because I used to shoot like I used to be like a two or three handicap 
you shoot like 74, 75 at the 76, 77 on like a bad day. Man. Wow. That's, that's, that's a, that's, that, now that's good. Yeah. 77. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, I, I mean, I used to play ahead. good. I don't now. I, I, I just enjoy playing, but just being outside is the best part, you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I like to attempt to play golf, uh, but I, I, there's something genetically wrong with me. I can't play golf. So when it, you know, if you go with me on the course, we have lots of fun, but you have to wear like safety goggles and a helmet or something because it's. <laughs> well, you know, there's it's funny. There's a there is a correlation between pool players and golfers. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. It's a high eye hand coordination or something. Yeah. But uh, I think Jeremy Jones is a good player. Earl Strickland's a good player. Corey Dole. Davos a good player. Corey Dole's a good player. Yeah. John Schmidt. Um, yeah, Schmidt plays. John John Schmidt, Johnny yeah. Archer. I mean, I'm not I'm not just saying they're good players. They're like really good players. Like they're par, you know. Maybe yeah. they should start. Sure <laughs> uh, maybe maybe they should start a pro tour for pool players that play golf. Also, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there might be more, more might be more money in there. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Go show up to the you got when you get to the tournament. You got to show up like two days early. They have a golf tournament and then you play the pool tournament on the weekend. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. And after that, we can have a chili cook-off at the end of it. <clears throat> yeah, I know yeah, you're taking the uh, he's, uh, guy. He's taking he's taking the piss out of me because no, I love that idea. I though. A, no, I really do. I though. had a crazy I had, I had a crazy idea, but it's um it's a good it's a it's a good thing. Yeah, but, but there is something there, though, isn't there? I don't know. They're not the only ones that play golf. Yeah, I think Rodney's probably crappy at golf. I think I've seen him swing. He looks like. Have you ever seen Charles Barkley swing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. But have you, ever... you haven't? No, no. It's, Sky, have you ever seen Charles Barkley swing? Yeah, I've golf seen club? videos of it and stuff. <laughs> Isn't that the funniest shit you ever seen in your life? Yeah, you it's hilarious. Uh-huh. That's that's. Dave, you gotta look this up. Okay. You gotta look it up when you get a chance. Look it up on YouTube. Charles Barkley golf swing. All right. It, you will, you will, you'll pee your pants. I swear to God. It's <laughs> uh, and, and and then just uh, what I want to do is if I can somehow superimpose Rodney Morris's head onto Charles Barkley. You know, like the Photoshop thing. Yeah, yeah. And put <laughs> Rodney's head instead of that. That's that's how I see it going down. Uh, I, I've never played golf. I've never played golf with Rodney, but uh, <clears throat> I, I I don't think I, I played. I played with. I did play with Corey, and he was carrying around this stack of sticks, and it's called stacked. Uh, and and he had to lay down this. He was a training aid, and he had to lay this these sticks down on the ground, so his stance was correct and everything. Oh wow! You know, it's probably how he how he works out how it breaks. You know, that soft break or whatever. I don't know. Probably how he figures out breaks. But that's what he was doing. He had to stay. He had to put this stick down every time. There's people behind us waiting to tee off. He's laying down these sticks. And you're like, what the hell are you doing, dude? 
I'm, I'm getting stacked. I'm getting stacked. Mm, boy. So, yeah. Fun yeah, stuff. Have a go. Have a go. Have a, have a go at that guy when you get a chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Um, well, probably, probably not using them anymore. Thanks, Skylar, for let letting us take up all your time. Uh, appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Anytime. Uh, thanks again, well, and uh, oh, sorry. And also, I didn't mean thanks again. Congratulations again on uh, making the team. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well done. Well done, man. Have a good time over there, and. Uh, in London, you've you you uh, you've not been to London before, right? No, I've never been to London. Yeah, you're gonna have a good time there. Get Heck used yeah. to some uh, some real good food. <laughs> That'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll have a good time. Yeah. And uh, I'd like to say congratulations. I'm happy for you, and uh, happy for Mike Duchesne and. Shane, he's, he's just a hanger. He's always going to be on the team, right? So, uh, right. I'm happy for him as well, but, you know, it's not like he really did anything we weren't expecting. So, yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you again next week right here on American Billiard Radio. Mm-hmm.